That was footage from Cody Canada and The Departed. Your headline act for North Springs Music Fest 2023. That was the song Alabama. One of my favorite top two songs of cross-Canadian ragweed. And my phone just happened to die right in the very heart of that. Right in the meat of that song, it died. And uh, just one of the many challenges that you face running a music festival. Enough that it's took me 11 days. Shane Keith, you're the only reason I'm recording this podcast because I'm sitting here still in my work clothes, khakis, dress shirt, just some shiny shoes, just looking like a damn corporate man. Just got home, got my belly full, propped back in the recliner, had my seven-year-old, my four-year-old yelling at me what they wanted to watch on YouTube. You know that stupid shit on YouTube. We don't, They don't watch cartoons like they used to. And... uh this is brought to you by TriStar Beverage tonight. And uh, Shane Key said, you give up on the podcast? And I said, hell no. Let me get out here and record one for my boy and all the dozens and dozens hardcore listeners of the North Springs Sessions podcast with DK. Now, DK's got a redundant in there. You know who you're listening to. If you are listening because you found North Springs Music Fest, I appreciate you and we'll get in the We'll get to talking about the festival here in just a minute. Record numbers, by God, they come in droves and droves from states and countries. I can actually say that. Norway was here. As I said, Russ and my teacher, Randy Birdwell, could tell you I'm not the smartest guy ever. But I know how to throw a party, as you all can attest. And uh, it was a big time. I'm proud of the success of this year. I'd like to thank everybody who, there's a reason for that, you know, um, I got a lot of love over the last week and week and a half for, for that. But, boy, it, it takes a whole lot. It takes a village. I'm cliche. I'm full of cliches tonight. But uh, it does. And, and I'd like to thank uh, you know, my wife and my dad and uh, Daniel Smith, Kevin Wiley, Blake Johnson. I would thank Mackie, but he does about as much work as I did when he showed up down there that day. And uh, that was that was the Friday before. and. Several people offered, and uh, there's just so much you can do until the stage gets there. The stage got there about 9, 30, 10 o'clock Friday. We worked all day, uh, had some people come out and help us with the, with the Internet there. and Then it was the kickoff party, and then thank you to Roaring River Distillery, the Hunt family, for, for helping us host that thing. And and uh, thank God my boy Cucumber didn't get in town until Saturday night, Saturday morning, so I didn't have to be hungover. That would been that would I just did, I have I was sleep deprived on Saturday morning, but I was not hungover, and I can almost assure you, had me and my old boy Josh got together and kicked back like it was 2002, there would have been whiskey drank and cigars smoked and and God knows what and back roads and all the fun stuff. And uh, thank God Josh didn't come from Georgia until Saturday morning. Even though I I say that tongue in cheek because I would have loved to spend more time with him. Uh, sucks when the one time you get to see one of your best friends of entire in your entire life because they live four hours away. They come on music festival weekend. You can't really catch up because your balls to the wall. And so Saturday you go and get all the party supplies for the musicians. You get the drinks and the veggie trays and fruit trays and all the good stuff, all the stuff that their contracts ask for, and some of the, some of it it don't. And it's my wife got on me this week and she's like, you know. Everybody said you were a great supervisor, just, you know, playing on your phone. 
And boy, I'm telling you what, you talk about a damn redneck coming out. I was like, really? Okay. Well, I said, you don't understand, Lindsay. I said, I can work on this thing for, it's like a jail sitting. It's like 1129, you know, 11, you know. And these managers and tour managers and musicians and boyfriends, girlfriends, spouses, whoever's managing these people, they don't give a damn about North Springs Music Festival till it comes down to the nitty gritty. So on Friday when these boys were putting uh, fence posts down and hanging banners, every time we'd get cell phone service popping in and out, I said, I've got somebody calling me, texting me. I said, it ain't like I was posting live TikToks like Hannah Dasher over here trying to trying to get some uh, some content for the gram. I mean, I got madder than hell the other night when she was saying I was just dicked off on Friday and on Saturday. And I, if you were listening and you helped me, then I apologize if that's how you felt. But I assure you, Mackie told me at the kickoff party Friday night, he said he told his girlfriend, he said, uh, damn, these people wearing me out about the kickoff parties. I'm answering texts and calls about tonight. And he's like, I ain't got nothing to do with it. I can't imagine DK's phone. Preach, Mackie. Say it a little louder for my wife because apparently she thinks I'm just Facebook statusing all day while I'm talking to managers and this and that and all the ins and outs of trying to build a damn music festival. You're welcome, Lindsay. Biggest thing in North Springs since I don't know when. So all seriousness, like, it takes a lot, and these managers don't call you until the day of. Or the day before and find out all the details. Hey, where are we staying? You know, where what are we doing? What are we do all this? So yeah, I mean <laughs> I don't delegate much. I get the damn thing to North Springs and I and I bring it to do what I can. So when people actually say the day before, can I help you? Yeah, I'm gonna use that help. And I don't I don't mind it's never my intention to be lazy or delegate on that day, but just a lot going on, so about I about called a lawyer, got a divorce over that comment. You ain't do nothing. What have you done? Where was you at? Where was you at when I was working the work setting up the merch table? I looked and you was you was throwing beer in cooler for musicians. What? Who the hell else was gonna do it? Bayless? Somebody's got to fill their cooler up. Somebody's got to put their veggie tray on the bus. I was handwriting. I printed my Eventbrite. The last time I was at a printer was at lunchtime on a Thursday. Uh, you know, I was, pr and I hand wrote like 30 names uh, on, the, on the paper so people at the gate would, would not give people f uh, grief. Poor Shane Keith. I took my wife's, my mother-in-law, I took my mother-in-law and Waylon and my cousin, Brianna, whoever's working the gate, I, I typed out a very nice-looking sponsor list. Every sponsor and how many tickets they got. Shane Keith, hey, let me tell you something. If you're listening to this and you're trying to sneak in North Springs ne next year, good luck. Because my mother-in-law's a pit bull boy. She she was like, I don't know you. Of course, I know she know she did know Shane and his wife, Crystal. But she was like, you ain't got tickets. Shane's like, what? I've had tickets for four years. I'm a sponsor. And I was like, shit, come on. And uh, so she said she never saw a list, and I was like, "Well, I can I, I can only imagine." Poor Charlie Hicks, my neighbor down here, he was like, "You know, I saw him, and I didn't think I was like, what's up, Charlie?'" And I was in such a hurry, I patted people on the I patted him on the back, went through, and, and my mother in law was like, "There was one of your neighbors complaining. I can't believe it's fifty dollars to get in here." And uh, 
then he asked one of my neighbors, can you believe he's charging $50 to get in here? And the guy's, the, the neighbor who was a sponsor, John Dietz, he's like, cost me a hell of a lot more to get in here because he gave a sponsorship. Plus, uh, you know, was buying merch and stuff. So me and my, we were trying to figure out in the next day, me and my wife and dad and stepmom, everybody was talking. I was like, I bet that was Charlie Hicks. <laughs> and Charlie and Randy and Michelle did let us borrow some fence posts. So when I took them back the fence post a couple of days later, I asked Charlie, I was like, Charlie, let me ask you a question. Uh, it didn't hit me, but did you pay to get in? He goes, yeah. I said, <clears throat> now I'm a businessman, but now my guess is that you didn't want to pay $50. You didn't come to watch music. He goes, I just wanted a bag of kettle corn. I said, <clears throat> Charlie, here's $50. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me take care of you, brother. I didn't. I don't. I hate for you to pay fifty dollars to walk in and buy kettle corn. So, uh, you know, it was a big big time. And when I said a country, like I was like I was getting at Norway. I have no clue where Norway's at in the world. Don't care really. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things in this world that don't really interest me. Maybe I'm just not smart. I don't know. But I don't know where Norway's at. Don't have it on my bucket list to travel there. Heard it's beautiful, but uh, there was somebody from Norway there, and they didn't have a damn clue who anybody is. I don't even know. I didn't catch all the story. I just know they were somewhat local, and they heard about a music festival happening. They popped up in there. So, by God, they was from Alabama, Georgia, Kentucky, Indiana, Illinois, Ohio, Minnesota, Maryland, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, um, Kansas. Uh, Florida, the Florida tribe, Rowdy Florida tribe, and Norway. So top that local music festival. I'm the last one kicking. Glad to be here, year five. Coming up in uh, like, you know, 340, 50 days, whatever it is. So go ahead and set your calendars now. If you're going to Panama, Destin, Daytona, Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, Tallahassee, Salt Lake, Defeated, Del Hollow Marina, Willow Grove, Sunset Marina, Red Bull and Springs, wherever you're going for fall break next year. Bring that ass on back to North Springs a couple days early. Join the festivities. Shout out Shane for bringing that big old group of side-by-side -side riders that didn't buy He's into something I ODK likes on game day, and that's straight cash, homie, coming through the gate. And uh, appreciate all you guys that came in here, big old wild, rowdy side-by-sides. I'm going to tell you the truth. I loved I wished I would have been on that side-by-side -side ride. One of these days, I'm going to delegate enough. I'm going to hire a crew. That way I can say, piss on it. Tell, ask Lindsay where you need to go. She's running the damn game day show. Say she is. All I do is dick off anyway. So, so uh Ask her what I'm doing on game day. I'm, where's Dustin at? I've been over here setting the merch table up. I saw him on Pine Lick a while ago drinking beer. Because the boy works his butt off for 11 months on this thing. He needs a beer. <laughs> it's a good thing she don't listen to this. It was a success. There was things I wish I could do different, as always. You learn each year. But my goodness, I could get on here and be humble and and I will be, but uh, but all seriousness, it's cool to see the growth. You know, twenty twenty. Uh, I mean, it was what it was. I mean, there was 
you got to get you got to get your feet wet. And 2021, we grew. And Julie Roberts came and put on a hell of a show. And last year, Jason Eady and Cole Chaney, Justin Wells, Addison. I mean, you know. And then this year, my goodness, it was just it was fantastic. Um, from you know, and uh, nine acts on Saturday, six acts on Friday. I thought the kickoff party went smooth. Of course, I was late. I'll be late to my own damn funeral. No doubt about that. I get that, you know, right now. Um, you know, my mama, I mean, I got I got her her trait about never being on time. My dad, he's already, he, he ain't got to be at work till tomorrow at 6. He's already got shoes on ready. Guaranteed he's already got an ambulance shirt on. I, uh, I'm not that way. I wish I was. But um, uh, so I was late to the kickoff party. Had to go down to the Bull and Thistle. Take a good luck shot with Miss Brenda Keith, and uh, that was really. I, I really want to get into more of Justin Clyde Williams. He was a really cool guy, and he sent a picture. I had a cross Canadian ragweed shirt on, which I thought was fitting to kick off the weekend. And he took a picture of me. He's like, "Hey, boy, I hadn't uh, even talked to him." And he goes, "I just sent a picture to Mister Canada uh, of your ragweed shirt." And I was like, "Oh, that's a terrible picture. You could have got a better angle." And he goes, oh, "I did you dirty." I said, "Yeah, you can polish your turd all day, Justin." And this is the angle. I mean, I'm, I'm going to look as fat no, no matter what angle you get me in. And then, I, you know, he, I said, you played a show with Justin Wells, didn't you? I said, that's a buddy of mine. And he took a selfie of me and him, sent it to Wells. And I told him the story about how when I first met Justin Wells, he he sold me a cracked CD case of Ashes to Angels, fifth on the floor record I've told on here before. And Justin did a good job. He's very entertaining. And then uh, Mike DeBenza went second. It was one of the better show ones I've seen Mike do in a while. I think he knew he needed to bring it. You know, because he's as talented as anybody, and he uh, one of the best shows I've seen Mike do. And of course, everybody was doing thirty minute sets. Justin did thirty. Mike uh, followed by the uh, Randy Colt, Andrew Crawford out of South Carolina. And I was really impressed with them. It was the first time I'd seen them live. They and it was everybody. There was not a bad performance literally in two days. Uh, Brandon Martin, he was the first one to get us off schedule. We joked, we're like, how in the hell did we get long? Oh, Brandon didn't know what time he started, <laughs> but. Hey, if you're going to run long, you better bring it. And Brandon Martin, you know, got them pipes, boy. And uh, then Tony Logue, which, you know, one of my personal favorites. Uh, we bonded a long time ago over Chris Knight, by God. And uh, uh, and Tony's just a good guy, and his wife Sarah was there. And happy anniversary yesterday to them. I said, dude, I could, I said, I could guess what year this picture was just by looking at them glorious bangs. I said, I knew it was 1999 to 2002, somewhere in there. And... Uh, then Alex Williams. Alex Williams came and, um, you know, Alex really beat himself up over two years ago. And a lot of people don't understand this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clear it up right now. Alex Williams was our headliner in 2021. He'd been off t- on tour with Cody Jinks, and I thought it was a great time to bring Alex. Um, I didn't know how great Julie would be. And honestly, Julie should have been our headliner that year, and I don't think anybody would disagree with that. I don't think Alex would hear this and be like, dude, you're wrong. Because, you know, Julie stole the show. And Alex got on there, and he had some issues coming on. And um, and he walked off stage. He walked off stage once. They regathered, came back, played a few more songs, walked off stage. Like, didn't go, didn't finish the show. And, man, people people have really, like, said, hey, it's bullshit. You know, Alex walked off stage. Alex did this. Alex done that. You, you won't find, like, a nicer person than Alex Williams. Honest to God. Like, he's such a cool guy. And what I've always told people is, you know, Alex was having issues. Alex didn't walk off stage because of me. He didn't walk off stage because any other selfish reasons other than the professional frustration of what was going on in his own dynamic that night. 
And um I'll tell you why I've never dogged him because the man he gave me back he gave me back a large percentage of the, of the money that I paid him in advance. And he didn't have to do that. I mean technically had he been the headliner and the way it went, I mean, yeah, I'd already give him the money. Could I have pressed and got the money back? I didn't have to. I looked at him and says, I done you wrong. You know, I only played six songs, whatever. Here's here's this much money back. And he always said, I want to come back and make this right. So yeah, he went on the festival, he was on the kickoff, he was the headliner. And I just love that dude. And Addison Johnson made a surprise appearance and done uh, the highway with Alex and um yeah, it's it was water under the bridge by the time the night was over in North Springs twenty twenty one for me, but Alex has kind of lived with that, I think, on his own mind and I just wanted him to know that I've not thought anything else about it because the way he handled himself with me in private after the show that night. So, uh, so anybody that's been hating on Alex Williams for two years, just let it go. It's it was completely taken out of context that night. I, I know what it looked like from the stage, but uh, dude's a sweetheart. And uh, West Ship crashed the party. He uh, he came in and made an appearance. Basically, just just hung out with everybody. Uh, I'm proud. West has been part of our show for two years now talking about like Facebook post I made for him promoting everything just 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 the love that that he's getting locally here and you know boy was homeless strung out on dope and now he's one of the most up-and-coming country singers on the independent scene and we're making a name for himself hanging out with guys like Ward Davis these days Billy Don Burns speaking of guys who don't get enough credit Billy Don Burns a damn legend and uh you know just didn't his career didn't go as well as some other outlaw singers, but boy, you talk about songwriters of the outlaw genre, boy. Uh, Billy Don Burns needs to be in that conversation. So yeah, thanks to Cucumber not coming, I fu- I woke up pretty pretty uh felt pretty fresh on Saturday, not to have gotten any sleep from the kickoff party to the nerves and anxiety of of the music festival, but overall, I think it was a success. I mean, there was just tons and tons and I just posted it on Facebook so um, I was just completely drained honestly this one got me more than anything just because there was a lot of stuff going on uh, but, but I've shared a post and I would like for y'all to go check it out and uh, oh my god oh pause I just opened up Facebook to show you this post the Baltimore Ravens are the team most interested in trading for run- Titans running back Derrick Henry I can't do it. I, I can't. There, I hate the Baltimore Ravens more than my wife could leave me tomorrow with my worst enemy and watch my worst enemy, which I don't know who my worst enemy is, but I can imagine a couple, and they could raise my kids, and I wouldn't hate him as much as I do the Baltimore Ravens. I've had to block out a portion of my mind to lie to myself that Steve McNair didn't leave the Tennessee Titans to go play for the Baltimore Ravens. Derek Mason. Bernard Pollard came here, and I was on Bernard Pollard's show. He won a Super Bowl as a strong safety for the Baltimore Ravens. I've been on his show twice. I, he used to be on a one-lane road all the time. I could text Bernard and be like, hey, I need you on the podcast. Like, we're cool. And I say, I hated you as a Baltimore Raven because you're a damn Baltimore Raven. No. Oh. Man, if Derrick Henry goes to the Baltimore Ravens, I don't know what I'll do. I hate the Baltimore Ravens. 
I would rather take a knockout punch from Mike Tyson in 1989 than watch Derrick Henry and the Baltimore Ravens. They're, I mean, they're, they're scum of the earth. Baltimore Ravens are at the bottom of the barrel. Ray Lewis murdered a man that was the MVP in the league the next year. Allegedly. You know, I guess I should say allegedly. Somebody in Baltimore listening to this dozen field podcasting. <laughs> and, uh, oh, in the world. I hate it. You know what pisses me off, else? What else pisses me off? Ladybugs. Here's stink bugs. I, my my man cave out here in the podcast studio. One damn reason, shame. This place is. It's I got banners filling. The, there's banners all on the floor, and there's t-shirts and koozies and posters. If anybody needs uh, hatch prints from the festival, God dang, I got plenty. And uh, I, I I order too many of those. I didn't I didn't know who would keep those new wood everything else sold out but i got posters galore koozies and stickers so let me know what you need we'll work out a good deal but my man cave has been it is completely overran by ladybugs and stink bugs get this bad rap stink bugs they don't even stink ladybugs are the worst little bastards will bite you they stink uh I, they, they this place in it i got a 17 flying around this damn ceiling fan right now Ricky Kennedy didn't believe when I lived in this log house growing up. He didn't believe in any kind of central heat and air. It'd be 115 degrees upstairs when I was an overweight, fat, ten-year-old putting my Cool Ranch Doritos stuffed in a hot pocket and drinking Dr. Pepper's, playing NBA Jam on Sega Genesis, and just damn ladybugs flying to my mouth, flying to my ear, sweating. I don't have to deal with it as overweight. 39-year-old in my man cave with air conditioning. Hate them. Hate the little damn things. Look at them. Y'all can't see them. Just imagine. About 17. I can count pretty good. I think there's about 17 flying around this damn place right now. Good God. So I did uh, I did make a Facebook post, and I said, two or three days after North Springs Festival, I was drained. A lot of people tagged me in North Springs and post, and I saw them but mainly i didn't want to do anything for a few days i didn't comment on most of them but i appreciate them more than you'd ever have imagined tell you the truth it's these posts that made me want to come back in 2024 and do it again you don't have to read these posts i'm about to share but i wanted everyone to know i was thought it was really cool y'all if i miss someone i'm sorry and um yeah uh get on there on my facebook check those out they uh really cool people and that was for people from that are low hell the locals didn't even really do it because they've been knowing we, we are the best festival around. Just because just because you ain't got the biggest names, and just because you ain't got uh, all the overhead and all the money in the world, and uh, you know they've been something special in this holler. They've been something special in this field for the last three years. If you if you chose to sleep on it, you're lost. But year four woke some people the f up uh, you know to be honest with you you know people who've been sleeping i think some locals we got a lot of first timers locally that came and i appreciate that but i'm telling you 14 15 states whatever it was norway norway yeah may go there now may be on a bucket list so something special brewing down here in north springs and um we got kicked off with first and foremost all series 90 sponsors I've said it. I've said it. Good Lord. And I'm checking prices already. So 90, I need about 100. I need about 116 next year. What can we do for for North Springs next year? Be a sponsor. 
<laughs> I need about 122 sponsors next year, all seriousness. Um, because people are shooting in high. Like, I swear to God, guys, y'all, people don't realize. I put a post on there and said, who do you want to see in North Springs in 2024? And people are putting, like, Casey Donahue Band. I love Casey Donahue Band. I quoted them a year and a half ago. You you wouldn't believe. You'd be out your damn mind if you could guess how much Casey Donahue was. Red Clay Strays, who are absolutely killing it, and I love them. Can't afford those guys. But there's people who that I know a little bit, like I know their name, I know some of their songs, but if I just like threw them out on Facebook right now, the local, like the the just average person that don't follow a lot of independent country wouldn't. I just got, I just got harassed, beat down by four ladybugs, one to the mouth. I'm sick of this. It's like they heard what I said about them and they all just like, watch this. This is not a safe working environment out here. Um, I can't even keep my train of thought. I'm, I'm telling you, that's a little... It's ridiculous. Um, I swear to God, I have no idea what I was talking about. That just, just ruined my night right there. Oh, but uh, I, I've already been emailing people, asking. Um, there's bands that you've never heard of that are $5,000 full band. There's a girl who I know has been like kind of making a lot of noise, so I inquired. It's ten grand, and I guarantee you, no disrespect to her, but if I put her on Facebook tomorrow, but it would be underwhelming to the majority of people because they would have never heard of her, and they and then like, they would never guess it's ten grand to get her here. I mean, I just don't think people realize, you know, just how expensive this can get. That's why you see a lot of acoustic acts, and this year, you know, I think we got spoiled bringing in the full bands. I think we need to concentrate on that going forward, but man, I'm just being shocked by some of these. Like somebody coming in at me like 3,500, and they've got like four songs. I'm like, can, can we do 20? Can we do 22? You know, or whatever. So it's all good. I'm not. I, I'm not going to obviously ne- ever tell any names or numbers with with names. I mean, never would do that. It's very much against policy. But I, I just want people to understand it ain't cheap to do this thing. Uh, Braden Mitchell Wall kicked this thing off. Kid out of Cookville, 22 years old. You can see him at Bar on the Green. You can see him at Spanky's. He's in Chattanooga. He was in Chattanooga last night doing a show at High Five Clyde's, or I think it's what's called. And uh, I'm going to eat lunch with that guy tomorrow, or supper, something like that. And uh, I didn't get to watch all of his set, which sucks about the early part of the shows because I'm still running, working, and all that. But uh, believe in that kid. And like I, I don't know if I told these ladybugs getting out of hand. I called him that day. I said, Hey, brother. It was his birthday. And I said, Hey, man. Uh, you excited for the festival? He said, yeah, hell yeah. He said, I got my tickets. My girlfriend's got her tickets. Uh, my friends got their tickets. We're all coming about our cooler fee. I said, well, what's your parents going to do with your tickets? You're going to give them your tickets, right? And he goes, what do you mean? I said, well, you, I wouldn't feel right about charging the opening act of the North Springs Music Festival tickets. So your parents better be using those. So that's how he found out he was going to be on the festival. And just such a good kid. And uh, by all accounts, he had a great set. Like, again, I was in and out. I'm looking for some footage. I, I had Nick Grace down here taking some footage. And. I'll get to go back and watch all this stuff. Again, Wes Ship getting a good following down here. Wes always comes like the Thursday before. So him and he camped with uh, Bree. His little boy was down here. Got to take in the weekend. Gary Weber, love that dude. Uh, yeah, man, Wes is just a uh, – like it's just funny as hell. Like everybody will be gone. And, like Wes will be out there barefoot in my dad's yard on Sunday morning still. <laughs> and I'm like, you want a biscuit? Are you, what are you doing? You leaving? Um. Uh, Rye Davis was the next one up. 
and give you a little, you know, kind of behind the scenes thing on Rye. You know, the thing was, and I love Rye Davis and Brandy Davis so damn much. And what's harder, what's the hardest thing is, as you'll learn, as I really learned this year, is where to put people in spots at. That's the hardest thing. And um, it's that, that not even close. I mean, especially when you have personal relationships like I do primarily with Ryan Addison. And you know people love them here. But also, you know, each year your your ideas grow. And while they grow as artists, you also get like Cody Canada and them Dirty Roses. So at what point, where do you put them on the lineup at, right? And um, so Ryan Brandy texts me the day before and is like, hey, where am I at on the uh, – what time is my slot tomorrow? And I said, 2.30. And they're like, damn, from headliner in 2020 and pretty high on the bill 2021 to open an act. And I was like, come on, guys, don't do that to me. And I know they were kidding. And I said it to somebody else, and I guess he got back, and they were like, man, we're just playing. I was like, no, but it does suck because, like, Ryan's awesome. <laughs> you know, he's awesome. Like, he talk, like and he sings. Like, it just whole damn – Holler gets lit up, you know. He's just that voice echoes and just such a great voice. And he's played on so many good shows. And you know, that was the last interview we did on here was Rye. And I mean, Rye can play on my team any day of the week. And so I can imagine from an ego standpoint, you know, the dude headlined in 2020, the first one out here, and now he's he's out here, you know, going third on the act. And but I mean, you could put him anywhere, and he's gonna kill it. Okay, anywhere. Um, Addison was next. Same thing, man. I mean, it's my guys. Those those are my guys, and have been for years. And, it, and you know, me and Addison have only been friends for two years, but it feels like it's. I mean, been a hell of a lot longer than that because we talk all the time, and uh, that he's got my back, and, and so does Rye. So to tell those guys, hey, you're playing at two thirty and three fifteen. I mean, that was that was tough. That was tough on me. I'm sure it was tough on their egos. But the thing about it is, they're going to deliver. Okay. Um, people were telling me after, uh, man, you screwed up. You should have given Ryan Davis more time. And, you know, there was girls messaging me on Facebook and guys saying, hey, man, this is the one I really like. And they'd screenshot me a picture of Addison, you know, and, and Ryan. And so, you know, end of the day, it ain't like some other crowds we've had where people didn't get there early, right? Um, people were there all day. I mean, I know some of that full group got there a little bit late, but for the most part, people were there early, and they caught Ryan Davis and Addison Johnson. And uh, I will always have a spot for those two guys on my festival somehow. And I feel like that way about West too, as we keep building our relationship. Next up on the lineup was Tim Gooden. Uh, Tim Gooden is somebody I also want to build a future with. He was supposed to only come acoustic. He decided to bring the full band. I had a lot of drama going on that I'm not going to get into. There was a lot of drama from Wes's set all the way up to Tim. Like, Tim was the first time I really got in the crowd and was trying to shake hands. And, man, I'm so distraught. <laughs> I love being at the gate and shaking people's hands as they come in. I like to I like to have the interaction. I'm not an introvert. I'm not, I don't want to be that promoter that stays behind the stage. I want to be out here shaking everybody's hands and saying, hell, yeah, let's have a beer. Thank you for coming, meeting people. You know, I got to meet Sherry Kemp, and I got to, you know, my grandpa was standing with two people and two guys, younger guys, 20 years old. 20-something-year-old, and he's like, hey, these guys are insistent they want to meet you, which is crazy because I'm a nobody. But, you know, and it sucks because they didn't. I didn't get to have much of a conversation with those guys because I was just running like crazy. And so I'd get to, you know, shake a, shake a, shake a few hands and 
Hell, my cooler was full the next day because every time I was walking from point A to point B and somebody just handed me a beer. You know, hell, I drank twisted teas that night. I drank a couple of twisted teas, and that's not, that wasn't on my uh, parlay card of something I thought I'd be drinking on festival day. But um, crowd was really cool. The crowd was just really cool, and uh, um, we don't we don't condone any weapons and stuff like that. So people were really freaking out because we tra- checked people. One guy got a pistol through. Okay, and this maybe I shouldn't tell the story. But I walked, and everybody was, was panicking about this guy. And I looked at him, and uh, I walked up to him, and I said, Sir, uh, how, how's it going? He goes, I love this shit. <laughs> and I said, well, good. It looks like you're having a great time. And he was dancing, and he gave me a big hug. And he's like, you put this on? Thank you so much. And I was like, well, here's the deal, man. You're not supposed to have this gun. <laughs> and, and he, you know, he, he's like, I've got this in case somebody wants to act stupid. And I said, I thought so. You can judge. But uh, he did put it away, and uh, yeah, um, it was just funny. He was just up there dancing, having the time of his life. People were concerned about him, but uh, he was there to have a good time. He was from uh, North Dakota, Indiana via North Dakota. So, um, you know, I just hate that I missed out on – I've seen people's posts like, damn, I didn't even see them there because there was over 600 people this year. Uh, it was all said and done. Um, next up was uh, one of my personal favorites. Y'all know Cole Chaney. Um, we we did have some switcheroos going around. Uh, I'm not happy about it. I don't. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to get into it. Um, ultimately, that falls on the promoter, and the promoter is me. Um, sometimes when stuff is written up, it's written up, and there's oversights, and when two things are promised, and it ultimately again falls on me. You try to honor what you said to the first person you honored it to. And it sucks. I wasn't happy that day. I'm not happy today. And um, everybody brought it that day. And uh, Cole Chaney is what I want this music festival to be. He was what I was almost, you know, him and Edie was what I was proudest of last year. Um, Getting him to sign on in May put the festival over the top in my opinion Cody Canada was a pipe dream them Dirty Roses was a much happy addition uh, but Cole is a uh, is a kid, he's a kid even though he's he's more mature than probably me at my age Cole Chaney is a freaking superstar and uh, this probably will never get back to him I don't know, you know, I don't know he, they're not listening his manager Jesse Schuster I think the world of um He's been very, very good to me. And Cole is who is what I want North Springs Music Festival to be. I believe in that guy so, so much. And let me tell you something. He made a post, not after the festival, and I didn't expect him to. But before the festival, he made this post right here. And he said, "It's I've been missing the folks of Whitleyville, Tennessee. It's been too long. This will be my second North Springs appearance, and I'm excited to bring the band this go-around. Whitleyville sits right in between Nashville and Knoxville. That's a tough spot to build a music festival. Thanks to Dustin Kennedy for all his hard work and putting this fest on and doing his damnedest to build a music scene in such a geographical oddity. Two hours from everywhere. I have personally seen Dustin at many of my shows this year, passing out printed flyers by hand, promoting the festival every which way 
possibly he can. That's boots on the ground, old-fashioned promotion. It's motivated me and made me want to come down there and play an absolute, my absolute heart out for the folks who came down here. I'm sorry. Who show. Today's day and age where all anybody wants to do is put a post on social media, myself included. I think that people appreciate someone handing them a flyer, looking them in the eye and telling them why they should consider buying a ticket to the festival. I know I certainly do. That, that's all to say. See you on October 14th. Man, that meant so much. That's why I'm upset with the kind of things how, you know. I'll say this. I'm one guy trying to learn music festivals, right? Nobody taught me this. Nobody taught me the ins and outs of the business. I'm still growing. Um, Cole Chaney put on a hell of a show. I'm talking a hell of a performance. And that crowd, that was the first crowd that went to the front of the stage. There was people there to see Addison. There was people there to see Tim, Rye, Wes. But that was the first time people left their camping chairs and got to the front of the stage and sang their asses off for Cole Chaney. Me included. Me included. Um, you know, sometimes you got to. Sometimes you should have stick to your guns, and I didn't. And look, what you know. Again, I want Cole and Jesse and that team to know, boy, just just what I meant, you know, for that post, that performance, and hope like hell we can get him back to play again. Um, because I know when I posted that. Who do you want to see in 2024? There was a lot of them Dirty Roses. There was a lot of, you know, of course, Ryan Addison. But Cole Chaney, Cole Chaney topped that list. And, of course, you know, I'll work that at that however I can. And uh, I'm just telling you, the boy got on there and put on a show like he always does, just like he did when I went and seen him in Nashville, when I seen him in Lexington, when I seen him in Maryville. You know, I've seen Cole probably – four or five times this year. Glasgow last year, North Springs, Gainesville. I mean, you know, he uh, he's the future, and I just hope his future is uh, once again in North Springs. And uh, If not, you know, then I, I get it. Uh, so, um, but that was, that, that was fire. That Ill Will Creek performance and that band, I told you all that band was going to bring a whole other aspect, and there was people who drove a long way to see Cole Chaney so when somebody tells you, I don't know who Cole Chaney is, tell me better wake up because I tell you what, I heard it. I heard it one time Saturday, and I wasn't a fan <laughs> when I heard it. So, uh, um, you know, sometimes you got to fight for people you believe in, and I should have uh, a little bit more again. But that's not to say that everybody else didn't kick ass on the performance because they did. Uh, you know. Anyway, that is a uh, that guy's a stud. Everybody knows uh, knows what I think, and I, and I made a I try to make a good post there on Instagram. And uh, here is my post about Cole. Um, I made all the artists. Try, I'm still working on them. Actually, I was so burnt out from afterwards. Here's my post I made a couple days later. North Springs Music Festival isn't glitz or glamour or one person being any bigger than anyone else. I want it to be genuine. It grew this year more than I thought it would, but I want to, I don't want to lose sight of what I want this thing to be. 2022 was very special last year because it was guys singing from the heart, guys I'd built relationships with, Edie, Wells, Chaney. Anyone that knows what I knows what I'm, I am about knows that I think Cole Chaney is special it comes. 
I don't always get it right, but this young man put on one hell of a show last Saturday night. Apparently not everyone knows him yet, but the people our small towns love this guy. Just check out some of the crowd reaction on this post. Post. Cole took time to promote me and this festival. No matter of anything else, I appreciate it very much. Proud to know Cole, proud to know Jesse and that band, my goodness. We'd lucky to have we'd be lucky to have them again one day. And that's how I feel. You know, uh I was frustrated with other people not sharing the festival. I was Frustrated about a lot because you take pride in this thing. And Cole Chaney's the one damn person, along with them Dirty Roses and Addison, that you know really promoted this thing for a long time. And so you live and learn. Everybody, everybody uh, lives and learns. So um, and hope you get another chance to do it again. So <clears throat> after that, Hannah Dasher took the stage, and uh, boy, that crowd was hot for. Her. I mean, those those people. Uh, of course, I mean, you love for the women demographic, and you'd hate to sound like that, but, man, the ladies really come to see Hannah Dasher. And there was several men, <laughs> Shane Keith, uh, that loved, that was ready for Hannah Dasher. And uh, I missed a lot of her performance. I, I was up there for the first probably five or six songs, and then I missed some of it after that. But uh, she electrified, man. She brought the energy, and she, uh, you know, her manager, Brett Hill, was, I spent a lot of time with him that day. Super nice guy. Um yeah, she uh, she promoted it there some and made some videos about it and whatnot. And uh, people people really became Hannah Dasher fans that day. And I think, you know, her – she takes it personal that Nashville hasn't recognized her. Where some people don't care, take it or leave it with Nashville. But, I mean, she's kind of in the Nashville market. And I think she really took offense, takes offense that uh, – I had to give her hell on Instagram the next day. She was like, Nashville – might sleep on me, but East Tennessee knows what's up. And I was like, well, it's Middle Tennessee, but we're close to East Tennessee. And I think she deleted the comment. I'm not sure. But uh, geographical oddity, though. <laughs> you know, out here in North Springs, like Cole said. Uh, I was just giving her a hard time because there was plenty of East Tennessee in the house. And uh, But, yeah, Hannah, man, she just let that second, that other damn half just released um, this past Friday. So check that out. Go download her record. We had a good, good interview on here the other day, just like I did with several of these guys. So, uh, but then, boy, them dirty roses, man. And that's that's other than Cole and the, and the regulars. Everybody wants to see them dirty roses. So shout out to my boy Josh Green. Uh, he's the one that helped me bring them dirty roses and Cody Canada. I told you North Springs ain't never seen nothing like them. And boy, my phone died for most of their sets. I don't have that many videos, so can't wait to see Nick's footage. But uh. Going to see him at the shed again, just because I've not seen him in a long time. And man, you talk about simple dudes. Like I went and got them stuff, just like I got for a lot of the artists. And they're like, "Hey, man, we ain't worried about nothing. We ain't high maintenance. Like, where's the community beer at?" You know, and they were just drinking out of the same cooler as everybody else. But boy, they brought it. They brought the energy on stage, and uh, I can't wait to see them again. I can't wait to see them in two weeks. But the, my favorite venue in the world, the shed, Juke Joint in Maryville. My friend Scott Maddox, owner there of that joint, and. uh Last but not least, freaking legend, cross-Canadian ragweed lead man Cody Canada. You know what's funny is they've been all over the place. They have been all over Tennessee. And Josh had asked me before, he's like, hey, man, is it going to be a big deal if, if they play Maryville the night before? I was like, I know they got that makeup show there. Well, they end up playing Nashville, and they play Chattanooga after us. So Cody actually made a four-night run in Tennessee between Nashville, Maryville, Whitleyville, and Chattanooga. Are you hearing me, people? Are you hearing me what we're doing? I mean, I told you I was going to be humble, but this guy 
who's a legend who's going in the Texas Country Music Hall of the Texas Country Music Awards in like four weeks, three weeks. They're they're giving him the Trailblazer Award for thirty years of accomplishments in the red dirt country, you know, Americana scene, Cody Canada. He played Nashville, Tennessee, followed by Maryville, which is basically Knoxville, then Chattanooga. Just like the T-shirt says, where the heck is North Springs? My, and he was down here playing in Whitleyville. Hey, if you, if you ain't going to respect nothing about North Springs, you may not know who Cody Canada is. You may just not know who them Dirty Roses. Just know, I mean, we got freaking Cody Canada, North Springs, Tennessee. I'll always be proud of that. And hearing them boys from Oklahoma and West Ship taking Cody a little present up there <laughs> on the stage, which is rightfully so during them boys from Oklahoma. Alabama, 17, anywhere but here. I mean, uh, I was on cloud nine, you know, getting to sing those songs uh, with my cousin Brianna, who I used to go to uh, all the uh, all the ragweed shows uh, with. So, uh Cucumber there, Jesse, Brad, Clint, Brent, all of my old school friends from Herman Springs there. They uh there to hang out and it was it was just a big time getting to hear those cross Canadian ragweed songs. And you know, Cody got there here like eight o'clock in the morning and first thing he said, uh him and Jeremy Plato, the you know, the bass player for Ragweed all these years, they're just talking about how beautiful the land is. And I always tell people that's that's the thing, whether you when you get here and you see how beautiful it is and you see how good the people are, people always want to come back here. And uh don't know if we'll ever have Cody back or not, or that was just a one-time thing, but just an honor to have him here. And, uh, again, to all the people we got to meet for the first time, we appreciate it. And uh, planning has started. I made a big Facebook post, like I said earlier, for um, all the posts. I and mean, I was just drained for two or three days after the festival, but a lot of people were giving shout-outs on my page, on the festival page. I tried to screenshot what I could, and finally, 11 days later, get around to, Acknowledging those people, I didn't comment on the post, but it's really cool for everybody to do that. I've started reaching out on emails to people, trying to make another two-day thing out of next year. And uh, you know, I think uh, I don't see why we won't continue to grow with all these people coming from states. Hope the locals keep latching onto it, sponsors grow on, come on on you know on board more so. So yeah, that was uh, Kristen Heflin here for year one. Got out of a bad breakup and come down here to party the first year. Brought her boyfriend the second year. Brought the family last year, and now she's married. Rick's gonna get married uh, fourth year. So I want more Kristen Heflin stories. Uh, as Kay Cole as she is on Facebook since she got hacked. But uh, it was mar- uh, it was cool as crap to meet uh, all the Florida tribe, the Cannons, Trisha, her husband, Bruce, the first guy from originally from. Uh, Virginia, West Virginia, I can't remember which one, now living in North Carolina. He was the camper, got here on Thursday night. Uh, Carla and Sean Bass from uh, Bird's Nest, listening room in Dunn, North Carolina. Addison hooked that up, got to meet those guys. Yeah, just really cool just getting to meet all these people who, you know, music brought everybody together and down in little old Whitleyville, North Springs. So, um, anyway, thanks to all my family, all my friends that helped set up and, uh, all the crap I was giving Lindsay for telling me I didn't do anything. She just walked in here in the man cave, joined me and the ladybugs. So uh, I'll pretend like I didn't say all that earlier about her uh, saying I didn't do anything. Anyway, so uh, I promise to try to keep these things under an hour. just want to give a rundown of uh, of all the festival activities. And sorry for the delay. Shane, I've not retired. And we'll be back with more content coming up 
soon on North Springs Sessions Podcast. Thanks for listening.